Disclaimer. The information surrounding this matter is updating rapidly. As I film this on January 5th, these are the facts. Oh yeah, and I'm not suicidal. Epstein. You've heard a lot about him over the last 48 hours, I'm sure. For years, the general public has been awaiting the release of the convicted sex offender and paedophile Jeffrey Epstein's client list, as well as court documents surrounding his crimes and the crimes of his clients and or associates, which are often referred to as the, quote, list of names after he supposedly killed himself in prison in 2019. Some documents are now here and have been released, wrapped in a package of evidence, but they are being wrapped by the mainstream media in a very manipulative way. Here is the truth. Happy 2024, everyone. This is the first part in a series of videos analysing the Jeffrey Epstein documents and reporting the truth surrounding the entire matter, in particular when the mainstream establishment media is frankly, released in misleading reports. I hope you enjoy. Jeffrey Epstein, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, Michael Jackson, Donald Trump, David Copperfield, Leonardo DiCaprio, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, those names are among the at least 180 that are recorded in the Epstein documents that have been released over the last two days or so. But, Unlike what is being represented by some mainstream media outlets, the evidence either for or against them varies greatly. You see, while lots are calling this a quote list, it isn't actually a simple list of names, like phone records or anything of the sort. Instead, it is a set of court documents that were filed as part of Epstein's victims' lawsuits, including, but not limited to, Virginia Roberts Gouffray's lawsuit against Ghislaine Maxwell, who was Epstein's madam, girlfriend and associate, as well as Joanna Joberg. And the documents contain excerpts from depositions, motions and discussions within the cases, where various names, upwards of 180 of them, are mentioned. So it isn't merely a list but a collection of discussions and allegations that have been unsealed by a judge about these people for the people. As I'm sure you can imagine, this has gone insanely viral. It has been the only point of discussion on X, Instagram. It's been the front page of virtually every newspaper. The Daily Mail, for example, have spent almost half of their pages discussing the documents. It was very early yesterday morning when the first batch were released, and there are over 900 pages to read and break down, with some certainly being more significant than others. In future videos, we will break down together the big names that are discussed within and why they are mentioned. There are some pretty bombshell allegations, and then there are some that we were already aware of. But first, who is Jeffrey Epstein? What did he do? And how did he die? That is the point of discussion today. After being born in 1953 and growing up in a middle-class New York family, Epstein was a smart kid who, perhaps ironically, actually then went on to work at a school 
teaching calculus and physics between 1974 and 1976 before he was fired for, quote, poor performance. He ended up getting an assistant job, therefore, at Bear Stearns, a financial firm, and worked his way up the financial industry before forming and establishing his own financial consulting firm in 1981. It was at this point that his market began to grow and he began to take on some rather rich, powerful and successful businessmen, soon forming connections with those in the media and those in politics. In 1988, Epstein set up J. Epstein and Company, which allegedly was a company that only served billionaires, and which then went on to serve billionaire Leslie Wexner, who is named in the new released documents, and who is the CEO of Victoria Secrets, as well as various other public figures that Jeffrey Epstein began to become associated with. At this point, he had been claiming to friends and family that he was an intelligence agent, something that has never been confirmed. However, the website biography reports that, quote, his association with powerful businessmen who did deals with a variety of governments, as well as his extensive travels overseas in the mid-1980s, all pointed to the possibility that his claim could very well be true. This may perhaps be the answer, or at least a portion of the answer to the question that many of us have been asking for years. How a man who turned out to be so wicked could form so many connections with so many well-known associates. Epstein continued to build his wealth through many funnels that we are probably unaware of, and he ended up, some argue, being a billionaire while others conclude that he is simply a multi-millionaire. But it is then that the allegations started. In 2005, the parents of a 14-year-old girl in Palm Beach, Florida, reported that Epstein had sexually abused their daughter. Although the investigation led to the uncovering of, frankly, part of his sexual trafficking ring, Epstein managed to negotiate a sweetheart deal with authorities only being sentenced to a mere 18 months in prison, charged on the counts, the lesser counts, of, quote, soliciting a minor for prostitution and procuring minors for prostitution. And he only ended up serving 13 months of this 18-month sentence, was ordered to pay three dozens of his victims that had come forward and became a registered sex offender. Biography goes on to report that, quote, It was later revealed that Alexander Acosta, who is named in the documents, obviously, the US attorney for the Southern District of Florida at the time, felt he had no choice but to offer the lenient deal to Epstein because, according to Acosta, he was told the financer was secretly working for the government. This, as well as the fact that he claimed he was an intelligence agent, has led many to ask the question of whether he was a spy working for the Israeli intelligence agency Mossad. And some have even speculated that he was working in the CIA. But this is the kind of information that, in my opinion, simply cannot be confirmed until somebody is willing to blow the whistle or somebody is brave enough to find out. Eventually, in July 2019, 
Florida authorities arrested him on suspicion of the sex trafficking of minors. And just before the trial began, he was found very conveniently dead in his prison cell, which the New York City medical examiner concluded was suicide. But not everybody agreed with the New York City medical examiner. Was it really suicide? You see, back in 2021, the New York Times managed to obtain 2,000 pages of the Federal Bureau of Prisons records, of which they likely wished to hide from us, of course, just days before Ghislaine Maxwell, who was the career girlfriend of Epstein, faced trial. And there are a few pages that are particularly interesting, including the quotes, I have no interest in killing myself which Epstein allegedly told a prison psychologist, as he was a, quote, coward and did not like pain. He then further asserted that, quote, I would not do that to myself. In fact, in the clinical intervention report, which was signed by a prison psychologist who examined Epstein himself personally, it is written that, quote, inmate Epstein continues to deny any suicidal ideation, intention or plan and, quote, he did not appear to be in any distress at this time. But this psychologist's words just kind of appear to have been forgotten. Instead, it is suggested that Epstein was just deluding them, tricking them into believing that he wasn't suicidal when, in fact, he was. Yeah, because we should listen to a chief medical examiner who you might be interested to know, by the way, wasn't even at the original autopsy, where it was established that he had various broken neck bones, including the hyoid bone, which is more commonly broken in cases of homicide and strangulation than suicide. In order to believe that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, therefore, you have to believe that the guards who reportedly fell asleep while on duty and failed to check on Epstein when they were supposed to, of which is recorded, just did so coincidentally. You also have to believe that while they did that coincidentally, the cameras that were monitoring Epstein's jail cell suddenly stopped working. Also coincidentally. In fact, Epstein's family was so doubtful that it was suicide by which he had died that they even hired a private forensic pathologist, Michael Baden, who was actually the former chief medical examiner for New York City back in the 70s, and who is so well known and good at his job that he has weighed in on some of the most hugely significant cases of our time, including the O.J. Simpson case. So what did he find? Well, believe it or not, he concluded that the evidence pointed to homicide as being more likely than suicide. This is what he had to say to Fox News a couple of years ago. You say that uh, the answer to whether or not he killed himself could be in his eyes. Explain well, that. Th- that. That helps. Th- that is, with, with hanging, when the loop comes up under the, the windpipe, uh, under the mandible, uh, there usually is not any kind of hemorrhages in the eye. With homicidal strangulation, uh, because of the increased pressure, there are hemorrhages in the eye. And when you examined the body, there were burst capillaries. There were burst capillaries in the eyes called petechiae, and that's not conclusive, but that's uh, greater evidence of homicide than than suicide. When you hang yourself, 
what about the, your lower extremities? When you hang yourself, the blood, uh, the lividity, the blood settles down to the lower legs, the retina, and you get a maroon discoloration in the front and back of the legs. Turns purple. Turns maroonish purple. Okay. Yes, maroonish purple. And, and, and this was not present here. What color were they? They were normal color, normal pale color of the skin. You know, people listening to this, they go, see, I told you, somebody went in there and killed him. Well, that, that's, that's possible. If, if all you need is one, you don't need a whole lot of people, one bad guy, one, uh, uh, say, that's why they have to deal with the guards. One guard gives him the key, opens up his cell, opens up that cell. And nobody knows it because nobody's making rounds. And how convenient uh, none of that video exists. Is it's because that uh, it's five months now and we don't even know the position of the bodies when it was found by the guard. So was he hanging up? Was he on the ground? Was he a noose around the neck? So they're not even looking into whether he was murdered. They're just looking into what, what rules the guards broke? Yeah, what the security of the guards and why the cameras weren't working. But it's okay. We should ignore all of that, because the Justice Department and the FBI didn't find any observant evidence of foul play, even if suicide also wasn't likely. But is the FBI trustworthy? Well, we'll find out in just a moment. But first, it might be interesting for you to watch a brief excerpt from an interview that was conducted by Tucker Carlson under 24 hours ago with Mark Epstein the brother of Jeffrey Epstein. Take a look at some of the things he had to say. When did you start to think that he did not kill himself? Well, after the autopsy and the, both pathologists, the city pathologist and Dr. Barden, came out of the autopsy and they said, this, this doesn't look like a suicide. It looks more like a homicide. So what did you do then? Well, I, okay, I figured we'd have to look into this and see what's going on. Were you shocked that he might have been killed? Uh, it came as a surprise, yeah. So as his only surviving relative, what did you do to find out what happened to him? Well, I started to inquire about what took place. You know, the Justice Department uh, was supposedly investigating. The initial death certificate uh, said pending, uh, when it said cause of death, which means pending further investigation. Yes. So, but then a few days later, it was declared a suicide by the chief pathologist who, who was not at the autopsy. And uh, the questions became what investigation was done in such a short period of time to make her determine it was a suicide, or was she basing it on Bill Barr's statement? So, overall then, Epstein died. Some suggest by suicide, others suggest there is more to it. And since then, some of his accomplices have been facing investigations and allegations too. For example, his former girlfriend, of course, Ghislaine Maxwell, who is currently serving 20 years in prison after she was found guilty in December 2021, while everyone was focusing on Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, of trafficking women and minors for Jeffrey Epstein to sexually abuse with his clients. But you won't believe this. Now there are some documents that have been released that are certainly damning in some places and a bit dull in others, and while this isn't a full client list or a release of full flight logs, which would be much more beneficial for victims in the name of justice, there is still a lot of vital information that we're going to dig into in further episodes, in particular in relation to key figures and notable names.
But first, within the documents, it is made clear that in 2019, FBI agents testified during Ghislaine Maxwell's trial that following a raid on Epstein's townhouse in New York City, some evidence, quote, went missing. This evidence could have included vital computer hard drives and CDs, as well as passports, jewellery and money. But they supposedly didn't have a warrant to collect the evidence, so they took a photo of it. And when they returned a few days later to collect it, like some crime thriller drama, the Telegraph reported that the evidence was gone. It had disappeared into thin air. So my question is, who is covering for who? If you want us to stop believing in conspiracies, then stop making them happen. So to conclude, there is the background behind these documents that have been released that are probably going to continue being released, the life of Jeffrey Epstein and his associates, and I think we can all confirm that given what he did, Epstein got it easy. But will his clients, and who is potentially guilty of doing such heinous things with him? Check in for the next part tomorrow for more information as we dig into Bill and Hillary Clinton and how the documents are representing Bill Clinton in particular. And then be sure to watch the two parts that will come afterwards on Sunday and Monday at 10pm British Standard Time. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will try to keep you up to date with everything, but please do conduct your own research. Also, truth wins, God wins. Please do like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode and share it. I am praying for the victims. I am praying that those who have committed such awful evil crimes will be held accountable. And we know that good always wins. Have a wonderful rest of your day.